welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're hoping everyone's having a beautiful day wherever or night um, or even a different season, wherever you are in the world. Um, we welcome you to the show. And today we're talking about anatomy and physiology and all of the chakras. So what chakras link up to what anatomy and physiology and what does it mean emotionally if you have a health issue or if you want to maintain health in a certain area, what is the emotion that most prompts that chakra to deliver vital life force energy to that part of your body so it can be healthy and well or heal if there's been an illness? So that's what we're talking about today, one of my favorite subjects of all time. Best ever. Best ever, Best right? Best ever. Sorry, right. I was looking at my screen making sure we're all set because I kind of had to... Stall for you a, had a stall uh, for a little briefly. bit. Yes, I, I was a little tardy getting to the radio show today. Hey, missed right. my exit. Yeah. Yes, and then, uh, and then the studio is in complete, re- you know, uh, construction reconstruction, and I couldn't jump the little. Uh, glue floor <laughs> the glue barrier yeah i could not jump it so i had to walk all the way around so we we missed our communication there too as far as letting you know as far as you have yeah. to now walk around they are doing the floors right now in front of Great. our studio so yeah. um an hour and a half ago the guy's like all right you can't leave the studio you know so if you gotta go to the bathroom do it now i'm like well what if i really do he's like well you're, you're gonna just have to wait i'm like <laughs> you need, really and then like, these windows open so i don't know what you're gonna do yeah Cup? i don't know yeah a garbage can over here, but that's <laughs> yeah. disgusting, but. Yeah, I know, well you gotta right? do what you gotta do right hey, yeah exactly <laughs> why ruin the floors like, right, keep the show yeah. going but we're here if you'd like to join us 877-825-8828 is the show chakras in the body yeah you know my very first time that i actually visualized a chakra in the mm-hmm. body and i didn't know what chakras were at the time i had just thanks to my supervisor i was a, an oncology nurse at evergreen hospital in kirkland very close to where we are right now so in the seattle area and um I had been having a lot of weird experiences, definitely auditory sensations where I was hearing my patient's organs talking to me, telling me why they weren't healing or why they were sick or what was going on with them, not only from the drugs we were giving them, which was very strong medication um, and conventional medicine to heal heal cancer and all the side effects that come along with the cures that they use, Um, but also the, the emotional components about, you know, the underlying reason why even the person was having an illness. And I was actually loving every moment of it. I thought it was very fascinating and interesting. I was a little freaked out, hoping I wasn't going crazy. Also hoping I didn't have a brain tumor that was activating some part of my brain that, you know, you you know, there was that part in the back of my mind. And, um, and I was also very distracted, uh, sometimes at work because it was just such a cool an amazing experience for me. In fact, when I would be standing at the bedside, you know, you know, preparing to change someone's IV or um, change the fluid that was hanging or wh- whatever nursing tasks I was doing, sometimes the experience was so profound, I would literally c- kind of move into their body. And in my mind, I thought, well, I'm just projecting the image that I think their liver would look like. You know, I'm just seeing a projection of based on my own experience of anatomy and physiology and knowing where everything is pretty much in the physical body. Um, so eventually I told my nurse supervisor what was going on because I didn't want to mess up as a nurse. I, uh, I wanted to make sure that I was on task and if anybody wasn't doing well, that I was responding accurately. And, um, 
And so I told her, fully expecting to get in trouble, you know, I really thought I was going to get suspended because that's what I would have done. If someone had come up to me and they were working on a hospital floor and they said, and I was their supervisor and they told me they were hearing and seeing things, I would have suspended them because, you know, what if they have some psych thing going on, right? You don't want some nurse who's having a psych problem at your bedside. But to my shock and surprise, she said, I think you're seeing energy and I think you need to start laying your hands on our patients. And I'm like what is she talking about? It was almost as if the room, I'm sure everyone's had a moment like this where time literally stops and you can hear everything that's happening. Everything kind of goes really slow because you're super present. And I think I was, my senses were highly alert anyway, because I was about to tell this person that I had great respect for and really trusted something that I thought she was going to be very disappointed about. And then I thought I was going to go home and have to tell my husband that I don't have a job anymore. (laughs) So I was pretty shocked. And about three days later, I um, did exactly what she suggested is I laid my hands on a patient. And as as I did, um, and as I moved in, just as I was beginning to experience the bedside of others without laying hands on them, I started to see organs. I started to see all of her organs. And as I was having my little mini um, magical school bus experience inside her body, I began to see these beautiful lights, these orbs of lights that would just lit up um, along the middle of her body from her head to um, her pelvic floor. And later on that day, I went to a, a well-known bookstore that's not here anymore. It was a fabulous bookstore in our state and opened up the book, The Hands of Light, and saw the very same images that I had seen inside this woman's body. And that's when I knew they were chakras. So um, chakras are powerful. Certainly are. Beyond measure. And we'll get to your your calls in just a moment. Um, they are powerful beyond measure. I think that a lot of times we have mistaken how incredibly Um, important energy is not only for getting up in the morning and having a great day and making sure you drive safely and all of those wonderful things that we need to do, but also maintaining the energy in our bodies so that we can um, have incredible health. And, And so we need to be able to sense our energy system. That's why knowing as much as we can about the chakra system in relationship to our anatomy and physiology is very important because that way we can actually sense when there's something off in the body. Um, and so that's what we're talking about today. Sounds like a plan. And again, if you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 is the number. And let's take uh, some of these calls. Let's uh, snag Melinda calling in from L.A. Melinda, hello. Hi. Hi, Melinda. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure, sure. So what can I do for you? I was curious if I could get, um, um, if you wouldn't mind just doing a general reading. Sure. If you see anything. Okay, great. Lovely. So, um, how long have you been worrying about, well, how long have you been worrying is really my question. Would you consider yourself a person who worries? Yeah, that's actually maybe the grounds for the call. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I really need you to stop worrying because, you know, when we worry about something, we're attracting negativity to it. We're making something potentially worse than it actually is. So it's going to be very important for you to come up with a whole new plan or new strategy in your life because this is a very old pattern. It comes down your family line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. More on your mother's side, but both sides. Um, and, and so it's something that you were inundated with as a child and you witnessed it and experienced it and were part of the whole process of the worry in the family. And so now it's just been something that 
even though you're, you don't like it anymore, it's comfortable. It's kind of like that really old sweatshirt that you know you need to throw away, but it just feels so good. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that in terms of it's the first thing we grab out of a drawer, you know, even though maybe the holes are in, in inappropriate areas. So um, we need to help you to develop a new life skill where you're not going to grab that sweatshirt anymore. You're not going to grab the family pattern of worry. So here's your first and foremost um, homework assignment. Anytime you worry about anything, which this could take, you could have to interrupt yourself a hundred times a day. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, and there's also a lot going on for everyone subconsciously. So the things that we're conscious of, they're just a percentage of, of what's going on subconsciously. But the good thing is, is when you start to disrupt the conscious things, it eventually affects the subconscious. The sub- subconscious eventually goes, oh, we don't do that anymore. Oh, we don't pay attention to this. We don't worry about that. We don't talk about this. We don't do this. You know, that's what the subconscious will ultimately do. So I want you to catch yourself every single time you notice that you're in worry, which again could be many times a day. And I want you to completely distract yourself. I want you to find something else to focus on. I don't care if it's if you're going to be focusing on your clothing or the smile of someone near you or a pet or a child. Um, it, it needs to be something that's kind of neutral. It doesn't have to be super positive. That would be nice if you can focus on something that's positive. But it needs to be something that gets your attention that is not dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And so far when I'm talking to you, you haven't quite heightened your energy. And in other words, do you, is there a part of you that just doesn't believe that you can stop this or that my suggestion is too simple or cause you haven't quite went ah, yet in your energy, mm-hmm. even though I'm sending you tons of beams of light. I'm just curious what's holding you back. Uh, maybe, maybe it's because it's such a, um, a familiar and old seated pattern. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, but I'm so curious to see what would happen if I did relinquish the worry and then just let things happen. Because I've just noticed in the couple of instances in the the recent past that I've gone for something that I really want, but the path there has been inundated by worry. Mm. And then it ends up not happening. Yeah, it doesn't work, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. in, worrying is, is vibrates in a very low frequency. So the molecules are you know, hugging the ground a little bit. And, and there's nothing wrong with mm. that. But the ground, like in the studio right now, is kind of a mess. You know, we've got glue everywhere and different floors and workers everywhere. You know, it's, it's kind of chaotic. So you definitely want your energy to be vibrating in a much higher frequency away from that lower vibration. I think it's good to know what lower vibrations feel like so we can, first of all, recognize, oh, I'm in a lower frequency and, and be okay with it too. When you're there, if you can't even get distracted, be okay. Be very, very nice to yourself. That could be huge in allowing your vibration to enhance. In fact, I think we found the ticket, actually. If you can say to yourself, Melinda, I love you. You're a wonderful person. I'm very proud of you. It's okay that you're here right now. I know you're doing everything you can to calibrate your energy to be in a different frequency so you can have different outcomes. So I want you to have like an internal conversation with yourself all day long that resembles what I just said, because that's going to be your ticket out. You just didn't get enough praise and... Um, you didn't feel valued enough. Your parents were so distracted and their constant worrying that you didn't get enough of that. Oh, babe, you're, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I did get a lot of, I did get a lot of praise specifically from parents, mm. but um, there is uh, potentially some worry 
in Chile. Hmm. Well, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm thrilled that you got that, but I'm surprised because when I started to talk about you being, you know, to, to, to validate yourself, your energy began to expand. And prior to that, I, it, it wasn't expanding. So hmm. it might be interesting to kind of look back at that. Did the praise come in the midst of worry? I don't know. I mean, how was it presented to you? Was it, honey, you're doing a great job. We're really glad because if you weren't doing this, this would happen. I mean, I don't know how it was delivered to you, but that might be something to look at. Okay. 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 Thank so th- you. You were very spot on. I very much appreciate your oh, guidance. You're, of course. You're very welcome. And keep us posted. Okay. Thank okay. you, Marie. Have a great day. Thanks, Melinda, for calling in. 877-825-8828 is the number. And before we go to break, mm-hmm. I'm just going to bring up, we'll start with the first chakra. So this particular vortex, um, you, you could think of it as living like in the pelvic area or the groin area or the very, 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 you know, low, low, low abdominal area. When, when I look at chakras, they originally look like orbs, but then as I focus on them, which can take a millisecond, they turn into a cone. So the way I visualize the chakra is particularly the root. The tip is going to be in the pelvic floor, and then the cone um, you know, moves into full, full shape, if you will, and then it reaches about mid-thigh. All chakras spin in a clockwise direction if you're looking at the face of the cone. So that means the widest portion of the cone. So if you're curious if your chakra is spinning clockwise or counterclockwise, you might need to imagine yourself laying on the ground looking up at your first chakra, like almost like there's two of you. you know. Um, or you can actually go to energyintuitive.com and print off the PDF because we have all the chakras there and all the arrows indicating which is the correct direction for it to go to. Our last caller, who tends to worry a lot, used to worry a lot, not anymore, she used to, um, fear is stored primarily in that first chakra. It's all about childhood. So people who have a lot of fear in their body, it it definitely originated in childhood, most likely um, left over for some previous lifetimes, but the things in childhood will reactivate the fear. And so what we're, we're looking, on, looking at when we're releasing fear is to kind of neutralize childhood events. And we'll talk about the anatomy when we come right back. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to get away from the pain you drive into the heart of me, the love we share. In the pristine setting of Sun Valley, Idaho, May 27th through the 30th, the Sun Valley Wellness Festival features the top speakers, visionaries, and practitioners addressing diverse aspects in the fields of mind, body, spirit, and environmental wellness. Featuring keynote speaker Jewel, Marianne Williamson, MC Yogi, and over 30 speakers, including Marie Manucherry. For more information, visit sunvalleywellness.com. That's sunvalleywellness.com. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? 
I don't want to leave. But unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Marie Manucheri, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy intuitive.com what's your passion maybe you want to help people or maybe you have a special passion for making our planet a better place bring your special passion to our airwaves it's time your voice is heard to learn just how affordable it is to join our family of broadcasters, log on to 1150kknw.com and click on the Be A Star tab. A whole, a whole new, new world, world awaits, awaits you. you. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Oh, tainted love. Tainted love. Don't touch me, please. I cannot stand the way you tease. Me. <laughs> Tease me with your chakras. I'm teasing you with the chakras. Okay, I love it. Great. So that first chakra governs everything from the hips, all the structures, all the way down to your toes, every bone, muscle, and tendon, ligaments, all that good stuff. It also has a secondary responsibility to all of the blood in your body. So all the properties of your blood, your cholesterol level, your hemoglobin, you know, if you have a disease in your blood, it's from the root chakra because the root chakra is also about DNA, family of origin, all of those things. And then because of that, it also has a secondary responsibility to all of the bones in your body. So it does govern the bones, hips, all the way down to the toes. But because bone marrow is about DNA, it governs all of the bones in the body. So even the skull has a strong relationship with the root chakra, which I find extremely fascinating. And the emotional component for this particular chakra, this energy system or center, is about feeling safe feeling that you are part of a, a group of people that you it's you are you feel lucky to be here you feel loved you feel cherished you feel adored that's the key energetic um, stability emotion that is meant to be held in the first chakra so if you didn't get that as a kid you need to give it to yourself that's extremely important to give it to yourself uh, so who do we have? Yeah, well, uh, if you'd like to join us, first of all, it's 877-825-8828 the number, and we'll uh, take Sefa calling in from Phoenix. Sefa, hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. And what can I do for you? So um, I have a couple questions. Um, I've been dealing with some health issues, and I've gone to some doctors, mm-hmm. and haven't really gotten any answers. But that's really good. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm reading your energy (laughs) right now. I think it's really good. Here's why. I know it's frustrating for people who are having health issues 
when they go to conventional medicine and they don't get any answers. I, I get it. However, mm-hmm. when something isn't detectable, you know, you can't detect it in the body in conventional medicine, that's good. That means it hasn't really materialized fully in the physical realm yet. That means it's more energetic than it is physical, most likely. So that's a good thing. Okay. You know, so yeah. I, I want you to feel good about it. Um, okay. <laughs> you, you do have a strong leak in the first chakra and the second chakra. So when people are leaking energy from their first chakra, it's actually hard to heal from something. Leaks aren't good regardless of where they are, at least any leak mm-hmm. that's of large proportion or for a long period of time. But the first layer of the auric field, so we have this beautiful aura that surrounds us. It's divided into seven layers. And the first layer of the aura is literally a hologram of all of your anatomy and physiology and complete and total health. So there's this carbon copy of all of your anatomy, even if you've had a cold um, that, well, I shouldn't say a cold, let's say a, a, a fracture in a bone or your hemoglobin is off in the hologram, everything is healthy and well, regardless of what a person's gone through physically, their hologram is healthy. And that hologram, what it's meant to do is to remind your anatomy and physiology what health looks like. It sends like little messages like, this is how the liver is supposed to operate. This is how the uterus is supposed to work. This is how the prostate works. This is how the brain works. And so it's sending all these messages of like energy, like, oh, work like Mm -hmm. this, work like this. When you're leaking energy from the root chakra, the hologram cannot do that. So it's hard to recover. So you could have something off. Have you done any detox? I just did a detox. Okay. And what kind was it? Um, it was like a liver gallbladder cleanse. Mm-hmm. And how? when did you finish it? It was just the other day. Okay, because you're still wiped out from it. Yeah. Right. So so you need to really, uh, you're not really good at resting. Would you agree? Yeah. Well, I'm very sensitive and I have had a lot of um, issues with spirits and seeing spirits mm-hmm. and feeling energy and mm-hmm not totally feeling safe. So um, even when I rest, I don't, yeah, fully rest. Okay. So (laughs) when you're having kind of what we would call negative encounters, if you will, which we're not Mm -hmm. saying that they are negative, you just interpreted them that they are, right? Right. We don't know. I mean, nothing bad's happened to you. Um, It has a lot to do with not having peace within your own emotional body. And I just see this very, when I look at your energy system, it's very hyperactive. So it kind of along the lines of what you said that you don't rest Mm -hmm. and you really need to learn to rest. It's hard for the body to recover if it doesn't get that downtime. So do you use any herbs to help you to rest? I use ashwagandha. Yeah. Ashwagandha, you typically, I mean, it's supposed to, you're absolutely right. It's meant to have (laughs) a calming effect on the adrenal glands, but for some people it has Uh the opposite effect. So rhodiola would be better and okay. I think it would be great for you to find some herbs to help you sleep at night. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I do take a cortisol manager to kind of help with that. Yeah, um, no. I mean, and that's great. What, you're, what you've attempted to do is fabulous, and a cortisol manager is fabulous, but you need some herbs that help you okay. to rest. So okay. well, there's actually a product that I, I really, really like. So I'm going to have you stay on the line and Justine will get your contact information. I'll send a few things over to you that you can check out, use your intuition. But y- you also need to do what the very first caller needs to do is you need to stop worrying. It's really hard to heal or get something to manifest in the way we want to when we are worried. Did you know that? Okay. It's mm-hmm. very difficult and very challenging. So I want you, this is going to sound weird, but this is your, this is your homework assignment. <laughs> I want you to be grateful for what you're experiencing. 
Okay. And, and I mean it. I want you, because you're like trying to figure it out and you're all stressed out and worried and da 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 even though all the doctors so far can't find anything wrong with you, um, you know, that's significant, which is wonderful. So I want you to, I want you to think about, wow, this is an incredible opportunity for me to change my thoughts and my feelings and vibrate my vibration in a very different pattern. I'm really grateful this is happening right now in my life. I want you to start to get grateful for it. Okay. Because it's teaching you something. And, yes. and when you're good, notice your energy is starting to climb. When we get grateful for anything, it changes. If we can send love to anything that's bothering us or making us feel a little nuts, and I, I'm thinking of the, the whole listening audience, by the way, not, <laughs> not just you. If we can love it, then we start to change it. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Good. And don't worry. Okay. Thank All right. you. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> and that's the key word, not to worry. And yeah, don't worry. you just can't. It, mm-hmm. I mean, we could. And I loved our first caller when she said she was kind of excited to kind of do this experiment to mm-hmm. see if her life changes if she stops worrying. And of course she will. It is challenging because we were all, all of us in the human condition, we've been trained to use our intellect to solve problems, to locate them, to work on them really hard, to not be irresponsible. You know, this is something we've been t- trained to do. When in fact, the way the energy is moving on the planet right now, it's in our best interest to actually not do any of those things and start to send love and joy to whatever it is that we wish to change, as even the way it is right now. And that's a little challenging, but that's where all the answers will come. That's where the, when the inspiration will come, you'll be able to hear the divine, your inner wisdom, if there's something you need to do. The whole situation may drastically resolve and heal itself, whether it's your body or anything else that's going in your life. Once you start to send love to it, which is really exciting. Yep. And we love love. We love love. So should we do? Biggest part of our life. Oh, it is the biggest part of our life. And maybe Kimberly's too from Boston. So let's bring her on. Kimberly, hello. Yay, Marie and Benny. (laughs) Yay. How are you, Kimberly? A lot of love there. A lot of love. (laughs) Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well and I'm happy to be speaking with you today. Wonderful. What can I do for you? So I'm just calling for a general reading. Okay, great. Lovely. So, um... Hmm. You, would you say that you're a little complicated? Yes. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I didn't get that when I heard your voice. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's warm, lovely. And of course, being complicated doesn't mean you're not warm or lovely. Clearly you are. Yeah. But as I'm drawing out your energy, I'm like, wow, you're complicated. Mm. Um, so do, you th- do you think you take things way too seriously? I think at times, and I've been given that feedback and I am self-aware <laughs> and, you know, moving to not do that. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, you have a, a, a leak at the tip of your crown chakra. You've also got a leak in your root and your second. You're pulling in tons of energy into the back of your third eye. So your, your intuition is definitely on fire these days. It's really okay. working well. Do you feel that yourself? I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Intuition is more of a feeling. So I, I'd love for you to harness that emotional place, not the mental emotions, but your own separate emotional body, because that's where the answers come intuitively, but your intuition is doing fantastic right now. So this leak that I'm seeing um, at the tip of the crown, there's a lot of sparks around it and things of that nature, but I don't feel any neurological problems in your body. So I I don't think this is creating an issue. I mean, you'll let me know if that's not true for you. What I do think though, this is you fighting the universe, loving you. So the, the top of the crown, when it's open, and you are taking energy in, you're just not letting it move all the way into your body. So you're stopping it before it moves into the skull, and you're kind of letting it just circulate right there at the 
at the tip of the vortex, which is creating kind of some chaos energy and some sparks and, and a leak because it's got to go somewhere. And so it's leaking out of the tip of the vortex. So I would love for you to get comfortable in allowing the universe to love you. They already are doing it. You're, again, absorbing the energy, but you're just not letting it move into the body. This will be preventative for anything that could potentially come up in your neurological system. Um, it also help prevent things like vertigo and all kinds of things like that. So is that something that you would be willing to do? Yes, and I'm curious, do you have any tools for how to do that? Ah, absolutely. So you seem to be a very visual person. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, so I want you to imagine that there is gorgeous, unconditional love that is appearing as, as beautiful, warm light that is moving through your entire body. Now, not out of your body just in. And it's coming okay. through the top of your head. So I want you to, like in a meditation, you're just going to sit and relax and imagine that that top of that, I mean, the tip of the crown is wide open and that the light that is actually already there, you're going to visualize the light. So you're going to be talking to it in this visualization. You're going to be teaching it not to leak or to create a little chaos in that tip. You're going to be teaching it to move into your body and not out. Don't imagine it going out through the root chakra or any place else. It's just moving in. Okay. And, and I would have gratitude while you're having this visualization. And there are plenty of exercises in my book, too, Intuitive Self-Healing. Um, each chapter you know, has a chakra. And then in the back of the book, there's a full energetic body scan. And so there's tons of information on the seventh chakra and the seventh layer of the field. But this visualization, I think, will work great. And I would consider doing it at night when you're laying in bed falling asleep. Because then I think that you you won't be in the way. You know, your subconscious will be able to... Um, absorb the information a lot faster, but you can do it anytime during the day as well. Okay. Oh, okay. perfect. All right. That sounds great. Good. Thank you so much for calling and have a great day in Boston. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Kimberly. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And so break or one more? Let's do one more. Okay, one Feeling more. Feeling frisky. All right, great. Since we got a little bit of a late start, so yeah. we'll take Sandra from Houston. Sandra, right. hello. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Vinnie Marie. Hello. Um, How are you? Excited. I'm so excited to be on. Um, I'm great. I had a couple of questions about my guides. I've okay. completed your um, communication with the guide feeding. Oh, thank several you. Times. I've oh, gone through you. it. And mm-hmm. Sometimes I just fall asleep to it at night. <laughs> great. And, um, I've had amazing experiences with symbols, mm. um, more like birds as mm. messengers. Mm, I um, love it. Yeah. So, I mean, when I'm in a really high vibration and I have, you know, like emotions on my radio singing to me and the windows are open, I mean, birds just fall into my path over wow. and over and over. Like, I wow. can, like, I feel like I'm calling them to me. Oh. And, um, and I've been doing the uh, visualizations and I've been doing the, you know, thank you again and again for guiding my path to this incredible life mantra a lot. And um, I'm just wondering if maybe I'm fearful about actually meeting them because I don't <laughs> hear them or see them, but right. I do have this real sure understanding that they're with me. Right. So what you're basically saying is you want more. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think birds are messengers from, from heaven, by the way. They are one of my favorite creatures on earth. I, I adore birds enormously. So just know that they are 
they are sending you messages. Here's what I'm hearing when you're talking is that you're afraid you're going to make a mistake or you're going to offend the other side or that you already have or that you're misinterpreting. Would you say that that could be a part of your thought process when you're active in these exercises? Okay. And other people telling me that it's not so also. Oh, well, first of all, I just wouldn't listen to anyone else. I, I just yes. think, I think it's super important to listen to ourselves. If I had listened to the people who are my friends at the time that I began to see energy, and if I had followed their direction, which was not to create my own practice, you and I would yeah. not be having a conversation on the radio. So don't yeah. listen. I prefer not to listen to anyone unless it feels right to me. So it's not that I'm not partaking in a conversation of course I am and I'm polite as you are and all of that but if it doesn't have a resonance with me I don't absorb it into my body I just I I want you to start to think about when people are talking to you is that you stay more of that objector you know you're you're just observing you're Uh and also what I would consider doing is don't tell a lot of people what you're doing until you really get it accomplished because when people are um, questioning the desires that we have and the goals that we have and we're working on manifesting it, it can actually prevent us because we're allowing them to. So keep it quiet. Keep it on the download for until you've really got a confident connection between you and your spirit guides. And first and foremost, you could swear at all of the guides in, in all of creation. You could call them horrible names and they would still love you and communicate with you. So you can't make a mistake or do anything wrong. First, and I mean, in fact, if you're frustrated, go ahead and swear. It's fine. They they love it. They they love it when we're real. You know, they 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 love it when we're in kind of an alignment with what we're really feeling in the moment and how we're really expressing ourselves. Um, I think that you're actually already having this huge experience already. But you you're right. There is a little bit of fear about well, what if this is really happening? Then what's going to happen in my life? Nothing bad will happen. You won't have to move to the Himalayan mountains and live in a monastery, you know, because that's one of the fears. When people start to study spirituality, they start to feel things differently than they did before. They have different experiences than the people that they live with or that they share time with. And so there's this weird kind of thought process that comes along like, oh, my God, what's going to happen to me? Maybe everything's going to fall apart in my life. But that's not what happens. Um, Our lives just get better. And those people who are meant to be in our lives will remain in our lives. And those who are are going to be happier in other situations just kind of naturally vibrate out of our life experience. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to three times a day, tell yourself how excited you are because you are having the most amazing connection, conversation and visualizations with your spirit guides. You want to get excited and happy for what you want as if it's already here. And that's exactly what you would be doing if this were happening the way you want it to, you'd be going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. You, were gonna, you will be thrilled, yeah. right? So that's what I want you to do three times a day. Okay? Okay. Yes. Okay. Have a great day in Houston. Okay. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. We're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We will be right back. Are you interested in creating a mystical career or deepening the development of the one that you have already created? 
then please join me August 12th through the 14th of this year for the Mystic Career Development Program. This class is inspired by my very successful mentoring program. During this two-and-a-half-day workshop, you will also experience yoga, as I believe the movement at the same time of learning new consciousness helps it to move deeper into your cells. I will use my advanced intuitive abilities to help participants identify their own natural gifts and talents. Please join me August 12th through the 14th as we develop your beautiful mystical career. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Hey Seattle, psychic and cosmic coach Dougal Frazier will be here soon. Join Dougal on May 13th at the East West Bookshop for a night of readings, insight, and so much more. Dougal will also host a workshop the following day guiding you in the power of manifesting. You don't want to miss these powerful events. Dougal will guide you in following your own intuition and living the life of your dreams. For more information, go to eastwestbookshop.com. That's eastwestbookshop.com. More than one million wild animals are killed each year illegally. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. I'm Tom Barry. I'm an actor with a desire to preserve living space for wildlife. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust does just that. Works with private landowners to protect wildlife to preserve natural habitats. To learn more or to work with the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust, call 800-729-SAVE. That's 800-729-SAVE or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Thank you. Ignite your connection to spirit in southern Spain, September 18th through the 23rd. Join Marie for a six-day retreat at the beautiful Hidden Paradise Center located in lush Las Alpujarras between the Sierra Nevada mountains and the Mediterranean coastline. During this retreat, you will learn practical and fun techniques to separate mental chatter from intuitive and spiritual guidance. You will receive feedback and support during group gatherings and as Marie communicates with your spirit guide. Discover the messages that the universe is sending your way and build confidence to follow your intuition and manifest the life of your dreams. You will also be able to connect with a group of like-minded individuals far away from your busy everyday life. For more information, please visit energyintuitive.com. Don't touch that dial. You might miss something life-changing. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the Very Manucherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, and we're talking about all of the chakras, We've only really talked about one because there's just so much involved in each particular chakra. It's crazy. So the second chakra, which really is in the lower abdominal area, so above where the first chakra would be in energy medicine, we actually start at the bottom. Um, I think it's because energy is so important in the human realm to harness and to utilize where it's very different when we're outside of a physical time-space reality where everything is energy. And we tend to focus on the physical, not on the things that we don't see. So um, the, the first chakra needs to be fed first through the earth, through the feet, um, as it moves up through the rest of the chakra system. So the second chakra governs all reproductive organs, including the kidneys, adrenal glands, the lower back, the appendix, and the bladder. And this particular chakra, its emotion is about joy. So we're supposed to feel joy in life no matter what. I know that sounds crazy. And I don't mean that you won't, won't have hard times or you won't have challenges, but you need to always get back to joy because there can be even incredible joy in very challenging times. 
The second chakra is very interesting that it, it also governs key areas of the human life. So all partnerships, romantic partnerships, all friendships, so any type of relationship, your relationship to the people in your life, your relationship to money, your relationship to your work, your relationship to, oh, I'm missing one of, oh, creativity. So it's important to have a creative outlet. A lot of people don't have one, which is not in anyone's best interest. We all need to have something where we're painting or singing or gardening or whatever is your creative outlet that might be that's going to be very important. And so we're meant to feel joy in our relationship with our money, our relationship with our work, our relationship in all of our relationships. And when we're not, that that should be an indicator to us. You know, I think joy is the feeling of joy is actually always a message to us, a message that we need to pay attention to certain things, that we need to ask questions. We need to follow that joy because that's where all of the answers are for us. So the, one of the reasons why I have people rest a lot in that lower pelvic cavity is because they'll be connected to their emotional body. Be, they're going to be able to tell what things bring them joy and what things don't, which will be amazing because uh, when things don't bring you joy, when you really know how to harness that feeling and recognize it, that's a sign that you're not supposed to go there. Uh, recently, my um, my dentist retired about, oh, I don't know, maybe about a year ago. I, I think he's, I hate it because I think he's younger than me. I'm like, really? <laughs> And he's like my favorite dentist. Our whole family went to him for over two decades, like over 25 years. And it's hard to kind of find a good one it's again. Hard. It's hard. challenging. And of course, he hired a nice person, but I was well, like, yeah. eh, you know, it wasn't it's the like same. Filling a void. Yeah, like, yeah, I didn't like it. And, and I felt that right away. But of course, I went in anyway. And then I finally had to go, okay, I'm not feeling my joy. Mm-hmm. And I really want a dentist that I feel my joy with. That's important to me, right? Because I want to. When I walk into a dentist's office, I want to feel like I'm at home, like I'm relaxed, that I can trust what's going on, that I'm going to get the best advice, and you know, all of those things. Um, so yeah. So lately, I've been looking at new dentists. My children have already picked one very close to my home, and I've been going back and forth, back and forth. And this morning, I went. I, 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 could, I could feel the joy, so I know where I'm going to go now. So that's what I'm talking about. That the joy is the messenger, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time to allow yourself to get out of worry and fear and doubt and to recognize, again, what that incredible, amazing feeling feels like. And when you can do that often, you are feeding energy to those main areas of life that I just mentioned, but also to your reproductive organs, your kidneys, your adrenal glands, your bladder, and your lower back. So if you have issues in those areas, you're probably overdoing, overgiving to a lot of people in your life, by the way, and you probably are not harnessing enough personal joy for you because joy is a personal thing. It's not about making other people happy. That You may think that's going to bring you joy, but that's not real joy. Joy is a very personal experience based on something that you're doing or, you know, having fun with. That, that's really what joy is, right? And I try to bring joy and reestablish our connection with our phones, which yes. we have done. So I apologize to our listeners. We uh, kind of had some technical malfunction. <laughs> I believe the last show said Mercury and retrograde started yeah, today. Yeah, it did start today. Swear it happened just then and there. <laughs> but we got our callers back. So. Great. Should we go to our next caller? Let's do it. Christine from Seattle. Hello. Great. Well, okay. yes. Um, hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Hi, Christine. Um, I've experienced the Mercury retrograde and computer stuff, so I understand. <laughs> you know, I um, personally love Mercury when it goes retrograde. I know that sounds weird, but it slows everything down for me just a tad. 
so that I don't feel my life is going so fast. So I really love it. So what can I no, do for I, you? I've learned some incredibly important oh. things um, just by having to be slowed down. Wow. So I totally get what you're saying. Wow. Good um, job. I just wanted to ask you a, a, a question. I, I, sure. uh, I'm a diabetic, mm-hmm. and I've been um, really taking care of it the last uh, since uh, January. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been on no starch, no potato, no rice, no bread, no mm-hmm. nothing, no grain. Uh-huh. Um, and that's been really great. I've dropped my points by about 120 points. Yay, congratulations. Uh, yeah, so that's really good. I've been walking almost every day, although I'm having this really bad arch problem in my right foot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm having to walk every other day instead of every day. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm just kind of, um, I'm at that place where, I mean, I don't, I seriously do not have any more cravings for any bread or anything like that. I just great. don't. Um, but I'm just wondering if you can see anything, if there's any way you can co- sort of giving, give me some, yeah, a little some bit of feedback. direction as this mercury retrograde progresses. <laughs> yeah. So are you a new diabetic or is this something you've been working with for a while? Well, I think it's been happening for a long time. Yeah. But, but it's you're just type that two. I've become very aware of it now. Yeah, and yeah, um, right. uh, my dad died of it at 42. Yeah, but that's not going to happen to you. It's not going to happen to you. I don't want you to worry about that. I love the changes that you're making, reducing sugars is very important. And they're really not good for us anyway. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not healthy for us to eat all of the food that we eat, all the processed foods, all the breads, all the pastas. It's really not healthy for us. So good job. Not only are you helping your blood sugar and your pancreas, but you're helping the rest of your body. What One of the things that you're doing is you're killing off the yeast in your body, which can be very inflammatory for people. So congratulations. Diabetes, it's emotional component. It's connected to the third chakra, the solar plexus, which governs the immune system. It's all about self-love, which is what makes the immune system healthy. But diabetes has its even own interesting emotion, as all diseases have their own kind of interesting overlap. And this one is about experiencing the sweetness in life. So a lot of people who are diabetic, whether it's type 1 or 2, have a hard time experiencing the sweetness of life. They're, what I have noticed in the clients that I have that are a diabetic, they're really stubborn. Would you say that is sometimes a part of your personality? Um, I don't know about st- I'm a Scorpio. My birthday's in Halloween. Oh, nice. So Lovely. I'm very, um, like, point me in the right direction. But if it doesn't seem like it's going to pan out, I'm like, okay, all or nothing. Let's get out of here. <laughs> um, and so I kind of feel like I'm not very stubborn. Mm-hmm. I do know the Louise Hay about the sweetness of life. I'm finding that right now what's going on with me is everything that buffered me about food is no longer buffering me. Right. And so I just don't have any time for any kind of crap from anybody. <laughs> but that, that's a little stubborn. So here, here's what I want you to okay. do. <laughs> here's what I'm recommending. And, I, and again, congratulations. You did absolutely wonderful work. I'm very proud of you. I want you to kind of think this way. Don't close any doors. Anything could change in any moment. Anything potentially wonderful could come through any door, even the least expected door. So don't close any doors. Okay. Just leave them all open. Be flexible. Okay. That's a good, that's good for me because I'm like, okay, we're, you know, battle stations, battle stations. And I do close doors (laughs) and I'm like, you know, okay, get rid of whatever doesn't work. And I'm, I have closed the door to starch at least for now. But that I um, want, that's good. That's fine. You're, you're, that's okay. But I'm just talking in general, people, other events, things that you could experience, keep those doors open. I think it's fine to make healthy choices about your diet, smart, but everything else, I want you to be more curious about it and, and think, well, 
hmm, I don't know. Let's just sit here and wait a second. Let's not just go so quickly, shut the door and run in the other direction. Okay, so give okay. myself some space between that. Yes, flexibility. Okay. Yeah, flexibility. Okay, that sounds good, yeah, because that'll help me not feel like I'm taking it on head on. Yeah, good. Great. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm not really that stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Christine. Have a beautiful day. You, thank you. So can we take the last caller? What do you think? One minute. One minute. Quickly. Um, I also, well, okay. No, uh, too late. Okay. So I also want you to know that you can go to excellencereporter.com. I just wrote an article for them. They feature people who have written about what is the meaning of life. I think you'll find their website fascinating. They've interviewed all kinds of interesting people. We might even be interviewing one of their interesting people coming up. Um, so we'll keep you posted on that. Have a beautiful day. I'm sorry, Ohio, we couldn't get to you. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye.